Welcome to the Born Unbreakable Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Des, mindset motivator and lifestyle entrepreneur. From lost trauma, disappointments, and devastation to healing hope and betterment, what has grounded me is my unbreakable spirit. We all have that spirit within us. Every week, I'm here to inspire you with stories of perseverance and growth. My mission is to help you crush self-limiting beliefs and to be unapologetically you. You are your only limit, so take action today. Let your unbreakable ride begin now. This episode is brought to you by Brossery. More than just bra straps, the accessory I love. With styles from dainty to daring, you will too. Click the link in the description or go to brossery.com and use promo code BUSHIP to get free shipping on your order today. Welcome everyone to the Born Unbreakable podcast. I'm excited this week for my guest, Charles Velasco. He is a successful entrepreneur and realtor in the Sacramento, California area. Charles graduated from USF with a BS in business administration, entrepreneurship, and innovation. He was active in an organization called Alpha Phi Omega, founded on principles of leadership, friendship, and service. He's been in real estate since 2016, killing it, partnered with Remax Gold Realty, and definitely one of tax tax. I've been thinking about taxes too. One of Sachs' top, top realtor producers. So thank you so much, Charles, for being on the show today. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate you and your time and letting me be on your podcast. Yeah, absolutely. So why don't you start by talking to us about, I know you have some family also in real estate. So maybe talk about your journey. Take us back five years ago to how you got into the real estate industry. Yeah, so I honestly didn't want to sell homes. Uh, my mom was selling homes for a while. She was like, I sent you to college, help the family business. So she was selling about 30 homes when I got in the year. And then uh, now year five, I'm finishing year five, our team is going to do 300 homes. And I'm on pace to sell 100 myself. She's on pace to sell 100 herself. And the rest of the team is going to do another 100. So we 10 times the family business in about five years. And yeah. Wow. That's talk about exponential growth. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. And it, it, I mean, my passion, more of my passion is developing businesses and helping people out. Like that's my long, that's why I got that degree. And like my eventual end goal, like it's not just selling homes for the rest of my life. Yeah. Well, there's, there's two things that I'm thinking about in terms of what would help my audience. You know, one is the entrepreneurial side. So talking about how you've gotten your success and building your team and what the keys of building a successful entrepreneurship in real estate looks like. But then the second thing is for those that are looking to buy or sell a house in this market, you know, right. what, what are the kinds of trends and things that you can share, um, even at a high level? For yeah. those who um, are exploring, you know, real estate investment for the first time. So why don't we start with building your team? Like, what are the 
success principles that you found in building an empire in real estate? Well, honestly, the first thing would be like, you got to figure out like your timeline, right? Like if you want it fast, if you want it in five years to be at a good level, you have to work 80 to 100 hours a week. There's no getting around it. Like I was waking up at 3, 4, 5 a.m. for five years straight, like Monday to Friday usually. And now like it's weird because now my my work is harder. So I have to stop myself from waking up so early and working longer. So it's a different challenge now because like literally every 30 minutes I have an appointment scheduled and I have about 10 to 15 appointments a day. And it's just being really good with your time. And honestly, it's just being real yourself as an entrepreneur. It's like if you're going to work five hours a week and expect to make 100000 a year, like that's not real expectations, especially as a startup. And I actually had a post today about it. Like I remember the first home I sold, I got fucking ripped off by the agent that referred me the client and I only got 25% of the commission, but I would, I would tell myself, I would tell myself now just getting your for sale sign up and selling a house and the experience is worth it because as an entrepreneur, like you can't expect to make money the first three to five years. Like that's just what it is. And like, I feel like a lot of people get blinded by like, like, Oh, like he was an overnight success or like someone gets it in five, 10 years. But they don't see that like they were working 80 to 100 hours a week. I remember going to appointments, missing out on br like seeing people have brunch, and I didn't get brunch for I think four years. Like brunch, I, I kid you not. Like just going wow. out to eat brunch, four years. And I mean, of course, my family life, my friend life, like the only relationships I had with my friends was honestly going out and partying because. I was working like eight to eight every day, basically. So the only time people could hang out is to go drinking. So You're like, I mean, hey, I'll yeah. meet you at nine thirty. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, I'm getting on my house at nine. Just get off work on a weekend, but yeah, and it, and it's uh, it's not fun working out hungover either. So I did that for about a couple of years, but I wasn't like crazy hungover, but I was still hungover, you know, like. When I <laughs> yeah, I'm being honest with you. That's that's a lot of torture for a couple of years, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. So what about, you know, so obviously hard work is important. Uh, I know one of the things that you've done over the years is built your team because this isn't something that you can, I mean, you're doing it obviously as a solo entrepreneur, but to be successful, you have to have successful people around you, right? Yeah, yeah, what yeah, has so it, what has it looked like to build your team? Yeah. So when it comes to building a team, I think the biggest thing is like setting the expectations up front. Like I have an agent right now that wanted to be part of team. She was a new agent. We do not take new agents. And I told her, what is the least amount of money you can make? Because you have to think of this as an internship. You're going to be working with two, eight, like I told her, you're going to be working with two agents that sell a hundred homes a year, which is about a seven figure income. Right? So would you rather like, do you like you get the benefit more than I do? Like you get to be, you get to figure out what we do. And what if someone told you at an internship where you can make a hundred thousand to 250,000 within one to two years, would you take it? And she was like, hell yeah. Right. So that's kind of the mindset. And it's like, when it comes to building a team, setting the right expectations and don't, and like also like when you get success as an entrepreneur, don't get all fancy. Don't buy all this nice shit. Cause buying all that nice shit actually fucks up your chance of success. I remember wearing 
the same workout pants and Uniqlo black shirts for two to three years when I was working out with my trainer because I was like either buying new clothes or work out with a personal trainer and get a head start on my day. So that was just my mindset. Like uh, the biggest thing is like you want the right people around you as well. So I would be talking to top agents from around the nation, befriend them, figure out their habits. Uh, But yeah, I think the biggest thing is like the team is the biggest aspect because yeah, I'm going to sell a hundred homes this year, but I still have a life. Like I hire people just so I can, I have an assistant that saves my time and I have a personal assistant. I have a lot of virtual assistants as well. What's important to me now is my partner, my girlfriend, Hillary, my Mm -hmm. family and my friends. Like, and it's not always easy building a business because even between me and my partner, uh, Hillary, me and my girlfriend, Hillary, uh, the business gets really tough because my time is so like every 30 minutes, I need to be locked in. And yeah. if anything distracts me, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it's really, it's really intense like every day. Yeah. So building the right team, setting the right expectations, setting the right timelines, I think is the key. And just being honest, like if, like for my team members, I'm like, if you want to be lazy, like you could go somewhere else. Like I don't want to deal with it. <laughs> right. Yeah. So that's, I mean, obviously it's important to have people that are aligned with you that work hard or there's, there's no way for you to be successful together. Um, walk me through your day. You talked about eight to eight. What does that look like in those 30 minute increments? What are the kinds of things that you're doing? Yeah, so you now I used to wake up at four. Now I'm waking up at like five a.m. now. So five a.m. to five thirty, I get ready. I, and I drive to my personal trainer. Five thirty to six thirty, I work out my personal trainer. I get home around seven, chill for like fifteen twenty minutes. Uh, I get in the shower, and then right at eight a.m., I have like a, a like an accountability with my with one of my partners, Serena, business partners, and my executive assistant Ainsley. And we go over how many appointments have we set? Cause like how many appointments have we set with home sellers and buyers this month? So last month we set 70 appointments with home sellers and buyers off of my leads. So like, wow. so with that, it's like, uh, we just hold each other accountable from eight to eight fifteen on the appointment side. So we know more clients are coming in and then eight fifteen to eight thirty, uh, I go over all my escrows. Like I usually have about 15 to 20 clients in contract to sell and buy homes at a time. And then uh, we go over, I because what I do is Ainsley it helps me take care of all the items uh, so I could focus 8.30 to 11.30 on the business building stuff, like prospecting, following up, like meetings like this, sending out and working on marketing, systems meetings. So yeah, she helps me take care of that. So by 11.30, all that's handled so I could just push all the home sales through. Yeah, so like 8.15, 8.30, we go over all the listings, home sellers going live. We go over all the buyers. We go over all the escrows. We go over all my emails. And she takes care of most of it. And then from, I would say from like 8.30 to 9 a.m., I just started doing this. I started prioritizing myself and my morning routine. So uh, I got so busy that my morning routine, I, I practice savers, which is like miracle morning. Uh, that stuff works well. I mean, I looked at all my old vision boards on my phone and I was like, fuck, I got all of it now. Yeah, (laughs) it works, but like, you can't just like throw it on there and like not have an action plan. So I like to have dates on there and I like to have what I need to do. And then nine to 10 AM. I think this is what every entrepreneur or business owner has to realize. 
this is the most important time of day, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. You need to fucking hunt. Like a lot of entrepreneurs are not hunting. Like a lot of us are being spoiled by good market, being spoiled by social media that, oh, all you have to do is post shit and you get clients. Um, like, I'm pretty sure you're familiar with that. A lot of people are like that, right? They're like, oh, yeah. or, like I have friends that are massage therapists. I have friends that are loan officers. I have friends that are like doing all these different things. But how many people are actually hunting as other entrepreneurs? Zero. I would say not, not even the 1%, the 0.0001%, the best of the best. And the reason they hunt is because like from 9 to 10 a.m., I don't care what type of business you're in. That's a thousand an hour activity. That's how you make an extra 20. That's how you literally give yourself a $25,000, $25,000 a month raise just off of hunting nine to 10 AM. If every entrepreneur could apply that, they could quit their, they, they don't have to be like a, it doesn't have to be their side business anymore. They just have to stay committed to nine to 10 AM. So for me, that's talking with a, reaching out to about 40 people that I'm connected with that live in the Sacramento area. So I take 40 times five, that's 200 people a week. That should net me about an extra two sales a week, one to two sales a week. So just off wow. of that little nine to 10 a.m. window, being disciplined, like right now I have 100 text messages. I have so many people reaching out to me. And I'm fully here right now. Yeah. And most people yeah. are just like this. They're like, like the, the way I don't go crazy though is I reply from 11.30 to 12.30. So, so you have a system. I have a system and then 10 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. I have a systems meeting. So what a systems meeting is like, how do I make the business better? Like I'll have a meeting with my team about our buyer appointments or our appointments, how to do things differently. And then 10.30 a.m. to 11 a.m., which is kind of what we're doing right now, is we're sending out and working on marketing. So I'm in front of you right now because I want to market myself. Like, Absolutely. Yeah, it's like this is about probably 30 minutes to an hour time, right? But yeah. would you say this is worth a thousand an hour? Just me being on here. Oh yeah, because you're showing you're hungry. People <laughs> yeah. are gonna wanna work with somebody who's hungry that is gonna work hard for them, that's willing to wake up every morning and show up. Yeah, and, and, and honestly, like, uh, it, it's, 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 re it's really hard like to stay disciplined with, there's always, life happens. That was going to be my next question is, so what about the person that's like, okay, Charles, like nine to 10 AM, that's a lot of grind. That's a lot of hustle. You're talking about 40 calls. Like how do you stay consistent and persistent to do that every single day? Like what's the recipe for that? I just have too much accountability. I have people that depend on me. And the reason why, why business owners don't want to hire is because they're lazy. They don't want to do the work. And when you have someone to, family to feed and they have rent and they have bills, you have to fucking show up. Like <laughs> that's just really it. Like, and for me, it's like, dude, like, and if, if you have to negotiate with yourself, if you want to do it or not, this, this, you're not built for business. Like, yeah. like I, I don't have that many friends cause I'm a fucking asshole. Like I am literally just an asshole. Like I literally, probably bullied my friend for a month into getting his new six figure job because I was like, dude, you're settling. You're being, you're being, I was just cussing, you know, the guys hit each other, but yeah, <laughs> but I was like, dude, like, you're keeping it 100. I was just, I was just being real. I was like, dude, what the fuck? Like, and now he, he got a new job in Beverly Hills. He's making a six figure income. 
and his girl makes good income too. It's like, that's why I don't have many friends. Cause like not a lot of people, like I'm not going to go down to people's level. They have to come up to mine. And I'm like, if I could help people and if like, if people get mad at me that I want to help them, like that's on them. Well, and that tough love is difficult for some people because some people just want to be told all the time that, oh, it's okay. You're doing fine. Yeah. And, and it's like, we're not doing them a favor by being too nice. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, and it's about the quality and the caliber of people in your life, not the quantity of people. So yeah, I'm, it, I'm right exactly. there with you. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, there's is a lot of excuses. Like I have a lot of valid excuses every day on why I don't have to do this, but it's like, I have an end goal to open up something called the Velasco center which is going to be where I will literally pay ten dollars to $20,000 for speakers to come out and help everyone in the Sacramento community. And I will get wow. all my successful friends to help everyone in the community with their structure, their life. Like, how do they do this? Like, even, like, stay-at-home moms that, like, want to show how they balance being a good mom. Like, that's the, that's the type of environment I want to create, and that's my end goal, and that's why I grind so hard. So it's like, yeah, it's cool to say, oh, I want to do it for my family. I do it for my friends. But you have to do it for yourself. Like if God calls you to do something, like I read this in the Bible recently. I read the Bible every day. It's a sin to know what you need to do but not do it. It's an actual sin. Like you can yeah. go to hell for that. Like when I say that, that's really intense, but it really is like the truth. You're like, <laughs> I'm not trying to do all that. Yeah. Yeah. So, right? yeah. But yeah, that's what I would say is just like, just, I don't know. Not just do it, but like figure out like what you're really good at and exploit it as much as possible. Keep your and be like very consistent with your time. Like if you yep. want your time to be like a hundred an hour or even twenty dollars an hour, figure out what you can do that's twenty dollars an hour. Or if you want to give yourself a raise, you can do something that's worth a hundred an hour. I know people that sell on Amazon and make a thousand dollars a day. Like they just figured out like a formula that works for them and stuff like that so it's just and and also like the money like the m money is great and all but honestly the things you do with that money and i mean ever since covid i i was just like you know what i'm just gonna invest all my money back into myself and my business like i'm not gonna buy nice shit. like life is too short to not see what you could do so and i just went all out and it's been working really well yeah investing in yourself yeah the biggest like, investment li little things like i mean getting a personal trainer, like, is just like, wow, like spending that money. It's a lot, it's a lot to have a personal trainer. It's like 800 a month for me right now. But mm -hmm. I know when I get out of, when I wake up early and I go see my guy and I work out and I relieve that stress, that $800 a month, even if it takes three, five years, I, I, I get it right away because I wake up early. But like, even if it takes three to five years, like that is still good return on investment. Absolutely. For more yeah. than just your body, it's your mindset, it's your discipline. Yeah, yeah right? and it's like you spend $800 a month to be a better human being. That's pretty cheap. Instead yeah. of going out every weekend, 100, 200 a week, going out, getting drinks, getting fucked up, getting all service. Like, yeah. I, I'm not saying anything that there's wrong with that. I love that stuff, but. Right. <laughs> priorities. <laughs> yeah, priorities. It's like, yeah. There's a ratio there. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's awesome. And I'll make sure to drop in the show notes for people because you brought up Miracle Morning and Savers. I'll put that in there so they know what that routine looks like, you know, um, because I do think that making small changes like meditation, exercise, journaling, spirituality, and taking 
some time for yourself in the morning is a key to unlocking the success for the rest of your day. Yeah, exactly. And like, I mean, imagine how much anxiety the normal person would get if they had a hundred text messages right now and it's all their clients. So like the way I deal with it is like, you know what, like not everyone needs your attention right away. Like it can wait. Like, will someone die if someone texts me at 10 AM and I reply at 1130 or 12? No. Or will, will someone die if they texted me 7 PM last night and I don't reply till 12? No. Right. And it's like, how, how are you supposed to be efficient if you like let every little thing distract you? And it, it, it is really hard. Like it takes, it's a skill, but I mean, down the line, like you're going to thank yourself when you could stay focused on one thing at a time. And when people say you don't have time in a day, imagine you work eight to eight and you put your time in 30 minute increments. You have 24 appointment slots to get better and get business. How much yeah. damage can someone do with 24 appointment slots? With diligence and commitment a yeah. lot, right? Yeah. So t talk to me a little bit more about your accountability, because that's clear that's something that you've mastered pretty well. What are the things that you've put in place to hold yourself accountable? Dude, it's honestly the freaking worst, but <laughs> it's, it's a lot. Of, it's always, I, I'm always accountable to someone. So 5 a.m., the alarm goes off, and then I have a 5.15 to 5.30 a.m. call with two of the top realtors in the nation, Lori McGuire. She's like the number one realtor in Laguna Niguel, which is like, a really wow. easy area. Super bouge. <laughs> and then uh, Donna Lerner, she's like a, she's all the way in the East Coast. They're they're killers. They're they're amazing. And I'm like, I remember like, uh, I, I, I wasn't even that big in real estate at the time. And Lori asked me to be on that account. I was like, oh fuck yeah, I'm gonna be on that shit. And then 5:15 to 5:30, then 5:30 to 6, like 5:30 to 6:30, 6:45. I drive to my trainer. He's like waiting for me. His name's Mike. I'm like. Oh, fuck, I don't want to do this. Everybody. So already by 5 a.m. And by the time you get to 7 a.m. By 7 a.m. I have three people holding me yeah. accountable. And 7 wow. a.m. at 7.30, I try to kick in with my girl, hang out with my dog. And then 7.38, I shower, get ready. And then right at 8 a.m., I have that big meeting with my assistant and my business partner who deals with, helps with all the buyers, uh, Serena. And I'm like, fuck, that's like five people by 8 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> and 8.30 a.m. to 9, I have a group text of people that hold me accountable to my morning routine. So that's already about 6. Wow. I need more accountability on 9 to 10, though. But everything else, like 10 a.m. to 10.30, I have a meeting. 10.30 to 11 a.m., I have a meeting. 11 to 12, I have like 100 text messages flooded. Yeah. So basically, by lunch, there's over a half a dozen people that you've had to be accountable. Oh, no, by the time it's 1230, like it's probably 100. Wow. Because like all the text messages. Oh, because your clients, yeah. Yeah, so right. it's like nonstop, nonstop, nonstop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so, then what about tools? So what tools do you use? Like do you, what what kind of productivity tools to keep you on track? Do you use anything special in real estate? Honestly, this is what's really weird about me. Like for me, like productivity, I just have like windows of when I reply. Like 11 That's to 1230 or keep it simple, 12. keep it simple. Yeah. Cause it's like, of course I'll read everything that comes in. And if I actually have to take care of it, I will take care of it. But yeah, it's just like, I, I have windows 11 to 12. I treat myself like a doctor, like a doctor or a surgeon. Cause like right now, like I'm probably gonna make more than a surgeon this year, but like literally it's like, you have to respect your, and once you start respecting your time, 
your, your customer service actually gets better because it's like you could actually be calm and like once you take care of the first half of the day of what you need to take care of selfishly for yourself like imagine if i was a realtor that only sold three houses a year and rent was due next month i would be hounding my buyers to buy a house i wouldn't be like oh you you know how many times i've told a buyer you know what you shouldn't buy this house or i told a seller you know what you shouldn't sell no one does that yeah <laughs> but when you come from a place of like how not power but like you did the right things in the morning to put yourself in a position to have clients you don't have to force anyone to do anything they don't they shouldn't be doing yeah yeah that's huge yeah that's really that's really you're kicking all kinds of gold right now um okay so let me ask you about the market right now yeah. it's been interesting right there's a pandemic yeah. uh you know i know in california because we're both in california the market had a big uptick and it's in a place where it's great for sellers i i see that there's things are starting to slow and shift just a little bit what would you say to people who are looking to buy and sell right now for buyers uh it depends because like What's really interesting is that the interest rate is really low. Like I have clients getting 2.75 or 3.25%. So what does that actually mean in actuality? So yeah. like when I bought this house, uh, it was about uh, 5% interest rate to 5.5. So the difference in payment was about 700 to 800 a month. So like, like yeah, everyone's like, oh, the prices are so high. But if you're renting for 2000 a month and you could buy a home for 2000 a month, it's like you should buy as long right. as you can afford the home ownership stuff because it's so easy in 10 years like to rent for 10 years and throw away $250,000. It's so easy because like people just get so caught up with life. They don't think about it. They don't save. But now it's like I would say if you're an entry level buyer or even if you're a high end buyer and you know you're going to be there for five to 10 years and like you don't want to rent like you're over it because it's like the most for sure way to save money. It's the most for sure way. It's a, forced, a form of forced savings that you're paying yourself instead of your landlord. Right. And I would say it is a good time to buy, but I wouldn't buy if you're barely buying the house, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah like when it comes to selling, sell right away. It, the, the prices are so high because what could happen is like a lot of people are like, oh, like uh, I'm going to wait till it goes down. So even if it does go down, the chances of the interest rate jumping up is so high. So it's like the same thing. Yeah. But actually it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, if you want to get out of renting, it's kind of like knowing, Hey, I could pay myself, uh, what I'm paying off in my loan every month for sure. You might as well just do it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's fascinating. It's a big decision. Yeah, it's, it's weird. Cause everyone's like, all, all, all everyone has like their own like thoughts on it. But my own personal opinion is it's like, does it make sense to get in the game of renting and like gamble that it and wait? Or does it make sense to win? Like when you already know you're going to win and everyone's moving there. Uh, what's interesting is that even me included, I'm not even trying to get a office in Midtown or uh, downtown Sacramento. Mm -hmm. I can do most of my work from home. I meet yeah. with home sellers in person or I do a Zoom or I do uh, a phone call. Like, why would I pay 2,500 or 3,000 a month for an office, which is 30,000 a year when I could buy a home, I could work from home. Yeah. It doesn't make, it sense. Sense. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, it's been fascinating because I literally just bought and sold a home. Right. <laughs> like, I, I closed on uh, the one that I sold like a week and a half ago, and I closed on the one that I bought yesterday. Oh, so the perfect time to do exactly what you're doing. Yeah. So, you know, I, I appreciate hearing directly from you that's an expert that's seeing everything because I know there's a lot of vacillation, you know, for people right now. Is it a good time? Is it a good time? Yeah. And it's really looking like working with an agent that has your best interest because not all agents are the same because it's like I know everything to the T, like what your monthly payment is going to be around and what price range and what are you renting for? I'll ask like the right questions. And like the way I work is like I lay out options for my clients and they can pick if they want to do it or not. Yeah. Yeah. You empower them. Yeah. And it's like, it's not going to hurt my feelings if they don't want to do it. It's totally fine. Yeah. I mean, ultimately it's your choice, right? When you're yeah. making a purchase that's that big or making a sale and doing something else with your life. Yeah. Um, so what other, before I go on to ask you a few personal questions for my audience to get to know you better, um, what other advice would you give to entrepreneurs, to, especially particularly to those who are wanting to go into real estate and be really successful? Honestly, uh, join a good team. Like that is probably the best. Join a good real estate team, but don't get all like, don't think, don't look at their numbers of how many homes they sell. Look at like how many agents on the team are actually making good money themselves. Because there's a lot of teams that recruit like 50 to 100 agents and they say, oh yeah, we sell hundreds of homes, we're the best. But uh, how much are the agents actually making? Like our goal is for all of our agents to make 100,000 minimum. Like that is our goal. And mm -hmm. that's why we don't really get new agents because like training someone brand new, like that's how I take my time. Like I value my time at a thousand an hour right now. Like mm -hmm. if I spend time training an agent that doesn't listen to me, my time per hour goes down. Like it just doesn't make sense. So it's like, it's easy to take agents that do six to 12 home sales to 20 to 50 because we have two agents on the team doing a hundred this year. So I think that's our value proposition. And our big thing is we want our agents to have a life. We want you to take time off every week. We want you to go on vacations. We want to provide the staff and like a system so you can save time. So you can spend time with your family more like that is kind of our value proposition. And we just started recruiting agents because we didn't really care to, but now like we want to recruit agents because we see there's a huge need like for people to have a better life. Like I know a lot of agents, like I would say 75 to 80% of top agents get divorced. I could see that. Cause every wow. weekend, every weekday, but then if you plan it out correctly, they have systems and structures and assistance in place. Like it's crazy. Like there's a lot of people in real estate that don't want to hire assistants, but that's the reason why they get divorced. <laughs> yeah. It, it's, it, it's such a, it's not gonna lie. It's such a dark business. Like yields, it's weird. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've got a lot of friends who are in real estate and uh, the ones who have longevity do exactly what you're describing. I think I've seen some who dabbled and that okay this isn't for me <laughs> no yeah i mean in the first few years like it's like you won't make that much money and unless you work like crazy but yeah i will cost like people have like family kids and it's understandable but it's yeah it's, it's a really hard business
Yeah, I think reputation has uh, sustained people I've seen very successful because their reputation precedes them. Yeah. People want to work with them. That's awesome. I appreciate that. So I have a few questions that are just personal so people can get to know you a little bit better. Okay. So the first one is, what are three words that best describe you? Shit, that's hard. Uh, I would say obsessed, relentless, and caring. I love it. Yeah. Like, sometimes I'm a little too caring. <laughs> I would have chosen relentless. Yeah. I totally, I totally vibe on that with you. Okay. My next question. What is something about yourself that you're working on improving? Oh, this is, this is a good one. So uh, recently, uh, my real estate coach kind of challenged me to take more time off. Because, I mean, I'm at that point, you know, like how like CEOs, like they don't work, uh, they don't work 12 hour shifts anymore because the decisions they make in a day are way too hard. And I saw myself, I was like, fuck, like I'm actually, like usually I could push myself mentally and physically, but there was a point where I couldn't anymore, you know? So mm-hmm. I, my challenge now is to train my staff and team better to offload some hours from me and like take more time off. So now I'm doing about, I try to do eight to seven now, but I mean, when I wake up at 5 a.m., everything I'm doing is based towards being a better, like real estate team leader and helping my clients sell homes better. So it's like, yeah, what I'm doing now is a new schedule, eight to seven. And unless it's a fire that I absolutely have to do past seven or a client's having a freak out. And then Saturday work by appointment only from eight to one and then take the rest of the half day off and take Sunday off and only work by fires. That's pretty good. Yeah. Okay. So then a follow up to support your accountability is, do you have a vacation planned? Oh yeah, so vacation plan, like I usually take uh, leave town once a month. So like nice. on every three day weekend or every holiday weekend, I do that. But for me, I don't really like the whole week thing. It's, yeah, like It's too much. Seven like, days. I would do like four or five days during Christmas or maybe Thanksgiving, but like, I just feel like I have too much anxiety attacks. Like when I take yeah, too much time like, off. Like I, I can take yeah. a three day weekend or a four to five day max when it's like Thanksgiving or Christmas when no one wants to talk to me. Like, well, probably cause they're off too, like your clients. Or yeah, yeah, exactly. It's actually like I calculated it's about 50 to 75% less when it's a holiday weekend, which is already good. Yeah. You're really good with numbers. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What's a self-limiting belief that you've had to overcome? A self-limiting belief I've had to overcome is I can't be in a happy relationship while I'm building this business. Ooh, that's a good one for people to hear. Yeah, that one was probably the most surprising thing for me. Like, I'm me and my girlfriend, Hillary, we're kind of crazy. Like, not crazy, but I was just like, I'm the type of person, I'm not going to fucking wait a year for you to move in. I'm like, you know what? Let's just see if this shit works. I moved in within a month. Yeah. You're like, let's figure this out. I, I want you to see how my life is and see if you can hang. That, that's yeah. what it was. And she could hang. She's actually been a big help. Like she reached out to you to set up this meeting. So she yeah. runs my uh, 
she's my executive of, of branding and marketing. So she runs all my branding and marketing. So I don't have to think about it. I just come up with ideas and we check in with each other once a week. So it's so a good partnership. Yeah. And like she stays in her lane. I stay in my lane. I focus on the home sales and the big picture, the CEO stuff. And she focuses marketing and branding is really important too. And she has like really good, a really good marketing mind. But it, it, shout it, out it, Hillary. Good yeah, job. Yeah, it, it, it is really tough though, because like we'll be arguing because like I'm very like particular and like I'm very like I need shit like it's just hard because it's like hard being with me and I know it's like really hard being with me because I need shit done because like I get I have just have it's back to back to back to back to back to back every day. Mm -hmm. So like even every five minutes delay, even a five minute delay will fuck up my day. Yeah, you're like. So she's hung with you, obviously. Yeah, yeah we're good. I mean, well. we're writing really well. Like, uh, what's really cool is like, uh, yeah, this year I'll break seven figures in my business. And then, uh, like, yeah, like the company is growing really well. I have a life, which most realtors do not have a life. Like, their life I've is seen so that. <laughs> and they're like all flexing. They're all like, I'll be available 24 7 for you. Like what I, I wouldn't trust anyone with my biggest with one of my biggest decisions that is available all the time. Because that means that like they don't take time to take breaks. And now I know why it's important to take breaks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you know what? Congratulations. Because where you're at in such a short period of time in this industry just says so much about your fortitude and your commitment to not just yourself, but your clients, because it's it's no small feat to get to this level of success um, without clearly the hard work that you've put in. Yeah, and, and thank you so much. I appreciate that. And 2020, 2021, it, for real estate is rough. Like, it's hard. Like, there's no, if you, anyone could just go on Zillow and see fucking no houses on the market. <laughs> like, like, there's only so many paychecks that go around. Isn't that nuts? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it is nuts. Because even with the growth that I've seen, the growth percentages, at least in California and neighboring states like Nevada, um, even, even in the Midwest, even at its growth periods, it's severely less than the inventory that was there two, three years ago. Yeah, and there's more realtors than homes for sale. Yeah, <laughs> that that's insane. Yikes, yeah. you, you have to be good. Yeah. <laughs> And, okay. and it's funny too, because like, I know a lot of people are getting into real estate thinking it's easy money. And like, I kind of see like people that I've inspired, but I kind of feel bad now because like they're not, they went full time. Now they're not making money. I'm just like, I, I feel like I should have mentioned, I, I, didn't, I don't need to mention it, but I need to like, kind of show that it's fucking hard. But everyone just sees me as like a, a chill guy. They don't see like my true colors one. I'm like negotiating against an agent. I'm completely freaking calm and I don't give a fuck if the deal goes through because for them, it's their only deal. For me, I don't give a fuck. So yeah. I'm, in, I'm, in, I'm in power. So like the one that cares the least in a relationship always wins. That's, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah. A lot of multi lessons here. Okay. Um, so I have two more questions before asking how people can connect with you. Um, what is one thing that you would want to see changed in the world? 
Uh, one thing I would want to see changed in the world is people feeling sorry for themselves and acting like there's no resources. Like this device right here is God's creation. Like everyone's like, oh, the phones are the devil. You could connect with anyone. You could learn anything. You go on YouTube. You could learn how to be. You can learn how to sell 100, 200 homes on YouTube right now. I listen to that. I listen to a podcast like that every day, like for an hour. And I feel like I just want people to stop feeling bad for themselves because it doesn't matter where, like, where you are in life. This like has equalized the world. You can become anyone you want to be with the smartphone. And I feel like once people realize that, they're like, "Shit, I'm so powerful!" Like, I know businesses that are making crazy money just off of posting on social media or just off of meeting people on social media or like connections. Like, there, there's just so much opportunity in this world. The internet made it like equalize everyone. Like, mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure you see it all the time. You see people that were like not doing so well turn their life around in one year, right? Completely. And no one really realizes that it's the internet. Huge. <laughs> oh, it's big time, big time. Yeah. So because we have we have global connection. To be talking yeah, to somebody in another country and making business deals. Yeah, and the world is more competitive now because now, I mean, right now, like most of my assistants are virtual assistants in the Philippines. Mm -hmm. So, like, I only have two people here that are my assistants, and I don't think I'll ever need more than that here. And then I'm just going to keep getting virtual assistants. They're college educated, they're hungry, they work way harder than most Americans. Mm -hmm. I'm not even me. I pay him 400 a month for 160 hours of time. Oh, yeah. So it, more it, it, and more people are like, doing it. Yeah, it's it, it's just it's just game over at this point. It's like we have to be like we have to understand that there's a huge shift in opportunity. Everyone has opportunity, but it's like if you're not applying the hours, it's hard to get to the level if you want to get to. Yeah. Totally agree with you. Yeah. Okay, what's one of the best pieces of advice that you've ever been given? I'm trying to think. Oh, so I'm, if there's one thing I collect, it's not shoes. It's not like jewelry, it's books. So I have a crazy book collection. Like the only thing I've been packing for my next house is my books. So something, someone like a piece of advice someone gave me that's really smart is uh, all the secrets are in books because no one looks there. Ooh. So once I start like, yeah, I read a lot of books and it's just, you could learn anything you want from a book. Like mm -hmm. I read uh, Relentless Every Day by Tim Grover that reshaped my mind, one page a day. That's the same guy that trained Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, and Dwayne Wade. Like you can literally learn from anyone you want from a book. And people say, oh, books cost money. You could download them for free online illegally. Like it's just, it's just, there's some like books are probably one of the biggest keys to success than like, it like and what's weird is that the education system makes people hate reading so they stop reading after college or high school yeah it's pretty bad yeah, i listen to good. books so just as an fyi if you if anybody has audible because i listen to a lot of books on audible with american express they do these promotions where they'll pay for your like streaming service yeah. so my thing gets paid for every month i just yeah. read it for free so yeah and what it is, it's like, it's conditioning your subconscious mind. So like, as you, even if you're not really listening to it at the time, 
it conditions your subconscious mind. So when you say affirmations, like this is like some intense stuff, but like once you say affirmations every day, your mm -hmm. subconscious mind becomes like a heat, like a, like a, like a missile. It like, if they, it sees an opportunity, it's going to scream at you. So if you combine like reading books, listening to podcasts on YouTube, and you say affirmations to yourself every day, like your mind is going to go crazy. Like I'll literally be in the shower and like, I'll get five ideas to help me hit my goals that I affirm every day. And I'm like telling Hillary, my girlfriend, like, can you write this down? Can you write this down? Can you write this down? And I'm only in there for five minutes. Cause it's like, your mind goes crazy. Like, it's just like, you just have to program your subconscious mind and like, uh, yeah, the subconscious mind is probably like the strongest thing in the world. Yeah. That's so cool. Charles, this has been amazing having an opportunity to get to know you, get to know your mind, how you've become so successful. How can people follow you, what you're doing? How can they oh, do that? Oh yeah. So everyone could follow me on every platform. It's at Charles uh, Velasco V. So uh, C-H-A-R-L-E-S. V as in victory, E-L-A-S-C-O, and then uh, a V, like a regular V as in victory again. Uh, I put the V at the end because someone else took Charles Velasco. <laughs> but, but yeah, that's the story behind it. But yeah, I mean, for me, I reply to all my direct messages on Instagram most of the time within 24 hours. So if you guys ever want to talk to me, if you ever want a piece of advice, I am always available through Instagram. Thank you so much. Yeah, I mean... You keep it real, you're raw, you're really amazing at what you do. I'm grateful uh, for people like you because you make people better and you make them strive for what they really want in life. Yeah, and I, I appreciate you uh, for having me on this podcast and hopefully this helps one more person. Uh, that would be amazing and that's kind of just, yeah, what I want to do. And honestly, also if I could leave off with one little thing is just, uh honestly just just go for it because we're i mean since COVID happened we realized that life is short and could be taken away from us so invest all the money you want into yourself and what you want to do and you can live at the end of your life with the results and anyone that really loves you will let you do that absolutely i cannot agree with you more well thank you so much for coming on the show you and i will certainly be in touch Shout out again to Hillary for helping oh, yeah, with I put this. this on my uh, story. Absolutely. Okay. Let's see. Let me turn this around. All right. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. That was a fun interview with Charles Velasco, realtor, top producing entrepreneur in real estate in Sacramento, California, make sure to follow him at Charles Velasco V on Instagram, shoot him a message. He keeps it real. I really appreciate his candor, his honesty. Sometimes that's difficult. People that just say it straight up, just like it is. Don't be lazy. I love a couple of his key messages. Really straightforward. Work hard. Success does not come by you just chilling and thinking money is going to come through the, the your bank account. You know, most people don't have the, the fortune or the blessing for things to just get handed down to them. You reap what you sow. And when you put in 
that 80 to 100 hours, hopefully not forever, (laughs) because that's not sustainable, you will reap those rewards. But I think on top of that, he talked about expectations, setting expectations for yourself, setting expectations for the people around you, surrounding yourself with people you actually want to be around. You are going to say no and probably not have a lot of friends when you're incredibly busy because you're going to keep the people there that are driving and propelling you forward and you doing the same to them in return. Accountability. I cannot say enough about it. I'll keep it short and sweet, but as you heard by noon, there's a plethora of people that Charles is accountable to and that is huge. I want you to think about right now, can you list five people that you are accountable to? Make a mental note of that. Write that down. If you can't think of anybody, you might want to work on that. Your fitness, your mental health, your personal development, your growth. Who are those individuals? that are on your little team, if you're the CEO of your life, who are the board members that are driving you forward, getting you through the hard times when you don't want to wake up or you don't want to persevere and you don't want to push through. It is those individuals that are not going to let you do that. So think about that team that you have, evaluate if they're serving you and think of who else you need to get on board to ensure that you're successful, right? So uh, stay hungry. I think that is one of the biggest things. The pandemic can, can be or has been a blessing and a curse for people in many ways. There has been a lot of loss and a lot of trauma, but with that pain comes growth, learning, and in his, in his case, exponential growth. It's incredible to hear 30 homes to 300 in such a short period of time. So obviously there's a lot to learn there, but stay after it, stay hungry, keep listening to those things that are going to inspire you, whether it's a podcast like this, other podcasts that you enjoy, books that you read, programs that fill your mind with something that is going to push you just a little bit further, take you to the mountaintop. And you don't want to be there alone. That's why it's important to have people around you that you can climb that mountain with. Thank you so much for tuning in. Let me know if there are topics that you want me to cover on future episodes. Tune in again next week for another inspiring episode. And remember, you are your only limit. So take action today. Thank you so much. And I'll see you again next week.